Hey fellow slinging agents in the wild, welcome back to another installment of Lot 27. That's right, it's your trusted handler, Brian, welcoming you once again to the Digital Rage Room. However, unlike last week, this time around, we got some shoutouts. Thank God, right? Over on our Instagram, I want to welcome FL Social Worker, as well as Rick the GM. Welcome fellow agents. And we've got some shoutouts over on our YouTube channel. Henry Anderson thanking us once again. No, Henry, thank you for being a faithful listener. I appreciate it. I know the rest of the hard slingers of yore appreciate it too. Also, James Wachter commented that although he's had one of the shittiest weeks, he knows he's got the show in a bottle waiting for him at the end of the shift. Or during his shift. I'll have to reread that again. I'm sorry, James. If it's during the shift, then just go ahead and enjoy both of them, will ya? And finally... Balint Babos, my man, who states flat out that this is by far his favorite of our campaigns and by far the one in which I seem to be making the most mechanical mistakes. Well, brother, stay tuned for collateral damage as we're changing up a few of the mechanics that should help illuminate our agent's paths. Remember, if you want me to give you a shout out, then please subscribe over at our YouTube channel at Roll the Hard 20. Follow us on any one of our social platforms. We're out there on all of them. Leave me a comment and I'll be sure to respond to them. And don't be afraid to write into the show at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com. I reply to all comments and all emails, so don't be shy. Let's hear it. Now, let's warm up our dice and top off our glasses. Roll the Hard 20 Podcast presents Episode 6 of our Delta Green Homebrew Scenario, Lot 27. I guess I don't need any apple juice to uh, to light me off. No, I got to stay a little frosty because it's just me and the girl. So that was everyone's evening. That was good. Yeah. I'm anxious about tomorrow. Not uh, not looking forward to it at all. You'll be great. What's the worst that could happen? He goes to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Firing squad. Yeah, there we go. They put him to death. Oh, well, there we oh, go. See, Nothing like a little bit of steaks. I love steaks. Yeah. <laughs> Medium rare. That's how I like my clients. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to make sure you cut this, Ryder, because uh, if something goes bad with Tony's case, then they can listen to this back and say, yeah, he wasn't taking it serious. He was even talking about it. So, oh, great. Start <sighs> over. All right. Hi, everybody. How you doing? We're starting over because of my colorful commentary. <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> right on, right on. We how's my brother's been thing? doing? How, how's, your, uh, how's your experience so far with lot number 27 as we start rounding it around, rounding around, rounding into a home base at this point? All right. Well, I'm doing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We're always like worried not to talk over each other. So we're both like, <laughs> no, it's been, uh, it's been pretty uh, fast and lots of, I, it, it, what I like about it is that we're able to really move through this. And I like playing these back to back ones. Today's, you know, the, the, the weird one where we had a day in between. 
But uh, the most difficult part I found was just when we got surprised by the little old lady and we're both like, uh, <laughs> we just didn't know what to do. <laughs> and I think I mentioned when we were off air that I actually thought that that segment was going to go fairly quick. I thought it was pretty cut and dry when I put it together in my mind, but I think I've said it multiple times that whenever I'm playing with you two, not the group, but the you two individuals, um, you guys have a, a tendency to, to take it off the rails and really <laughs> express my glands for lack of a better terminology to uh, really work my handler's chops. So your handler's chops. <laughs> I guess the gland is in the middle of the chops or. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, is the, you know, the little old lady came out, she wasn't threatening. You know, I'm thinking, do we got to grease this thing? This thing, this woman, is this a, a loose end? She knows about the box and you know, this and that. And so, yeah, I'm still not uh I'm still not sure where she ends up if she's someone that's going to get cleaned up at the end or what. Well, let's uh let's lead ourselves in here. Let me lead us in and uh we'll discover this for our, ourselves at the same time. Please. Greetings. <laughs> Sorry, I always do that, brother. Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 Podcast. It is I, your trusted handler, Brian, and with me, my hard slingers of your hail. Episode six of our homebrew Delta Green campaign, lot number 27. So real quick recap. I think we kind of just did a little recap prior to this. You guys have found yourselves at a layover at the Union Station. It's a four-hour layover, and during that time, it would appear that Deacon Gray and his three men took a shuttle van out of the train station and someplace into a suburban area where he went to a house that had been converted into a church. He took the box with him, stayed in there for about an hour, and when they left, you noticed that the box had these weird glyphs and symbols that had been imposed on the box somehow. After they left, Makamura had followed them back to the train station in the <laughs> in the shuttle van that you guys had used to get there. Agent Each and Agent Adesso, you remained behind and started investigating the house, which you found an old lady who introduced herself as Gretna Green head priestess for the Whisper of Ages sect. She did tell you why Deacon Gray had brought the box there. You listeners need to listen to the previous episode to find that out. Currently, the two of you are before this little old lady. She told you that the best way to thwart Deacon Gray is to have this drop of blood that is contained within this artifact consumed by a female she also told you where they would be going they're going to go to colorado to experience a blood lunar eclipse tomorrow evening all right we are ready well are we done talking to greta green sammy it's greta green greta, greta green gotcha. greta green it's a town greta. in scotland mm. um no it's not <laughs> um 
I well, so out of game. Yeah, I I don't have any more questions for her that I know of. I'm concerned about leaving loose ends. But I she seemed forth. She seemed forthcoming to us and would be the ramblings of a lunatic. She's not trying to help Deacon Gray. Um, she seems to be against him, and she mentioned her having a daughter named Anna who is in there. So I'm wondering if that's our Anna from the Miss Thornhill's retinue, the one who uh, set us up. So I don't know how there's a connection, but it, there might be there. So we'll have to look into that afterwards. But I think that maybe we give Makamura a call and maybe have him stay, keep eyes on that, and maybe we can get that shuttle to come back and get us. Let's do that. Don't want to get Let's... another shuttle guy involved, you know, like if this guy's going to end up getting cleaned, we don't we don't need to have clean out a fleet of shuttles. <laughs> well, I think it'll be fine. I don't think we need to clean anybody. No one's seen anything. Well, we don't think that, but that's entirely out of our hands. When right. we, once we hand in the report and whole families get destroyed and children sent to foster care and the the parents get to go to the drunk clank or the clink all because our handler's bloodthirsty. <laughs> well, you know he has that reputation. Agent Odysseus, I am all done here. I have no more further questions. I think we should contact our fellow agent and get our ride here. Ma'am, thank you for your help. We will I do what we can to stop. I was able to be of some assistance to the two of you. I would much so. I would greatly appreciate it if you could do something about Deacon Gray. We'll do our best. And if we ever run into Anna, we'll say hi. Oh, I'm sure you'll not know who my beautiful Anna was, is. I haven't seen her in a very long time. We haven't either. All right, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> well, please show your way out of the sanctuary. I've got to go freshen up. I need a fresh shave. <laughs> She leaves you and goes into the back room behind the beaded curtain. All right, let's get Makamura on the line and have him keep eyes on the the box holders and maybe either send a new shuttle or send the one we had back, whatever he thinks is the easiest. Yep. All right, Odessa will get on the phone and call Makamura and say, we need a pickup. Hey, Agent Odysseus. Is that you? It is. Very, yes, it's me, Occam. And we need a pickup. We're all done here. You're still at the same place that you were at when I dropped you off? That you is correct. Get bodies again. <laughs> Quiet. Gaijin. Do you need us to come back and get you? Yes. You want me to come too, or you want me to stay here? Stay there, keep an eye on the box. We've confirmed it does contain what we want. Well, I have already confirmed that they have started to board the California Zephyr, number five. We still have a little bit of time, though, before they depart, so... We have a feeling they're going to depart, and they're going to get off the train in Denver, Colorado. Oh, okay. I will go ahead and board the train now and keep an eye on them. I will send a shuttle driver back 
to pick you up, is that acceptable? Yes. Right. Okay. You go and pick. You want some gum? Yeah, I'll take your gum. You go get my friends. <laughs> oh, no, not that piece. <laughs> hey. Hangs up the phone. Uh, as soon as he, as soon as Odesso hangs up from uh, Agent Occam, he dials Heisenberg. Polly, we've confirmed that the uh, deviation t- off course from the train to this location in Chicago was indeed a type of authentication. Uh, they they brought it here to this is a temple of the high priestess or a church of the high priestess, whatever it is. Bottom line is, there's an old lady here. She put blessings on it, and in essence, she authenticated the relic, and it is what it is, or what it purports to be. She tells us that it contains a drop of a demon, and if the blood hits the earth, he will be reborn at full strength and bring doom and gloom to the rest of the world. However, the way to kill it is to take the blood out of it and have it consumed by a human woman, that which will kill the demon and, very likely, the woman who consumes the blood. They're going to perform this ceremony tomorrow under a blood moon in Denver, Colorado. Our next stop on the Zephyr is Denver, Colorado, so we should be there in outside of game. How long would it take? Given Actually, you'll have a few stops, and you won't be there till tomorrow. Got it. So we have a few stops, and then we won't be there until tomorrow. I'll give you the times when I know them myself, but uh, that would be the time to have a reception committee waiting or at least scope out the area to find out if there's going to be a reception for the team carrying the relic. But uh, it's all going to go down in Denver. We should also find out if we are to intercept this thing or are we to keep monitoring the box, let the ceremony happen and continue on to its final destination in California, or if this is the final destination. Sounds like Colorado is going to be the final destination. Because they're going to perform the ceremony. It would make only sense that that's there. So who has eyes on the box right now? Agent Occam has eyes on the box. And where are you currently? We're still at the church. How are you going to get back to the station? We've got a shuttle coming to pick us up. Okay. Are you going to be able to make it back to the train in time before it departs? Yes. Okay. Yeah, stay on the box. Write it out. You're just laughing your little ass off, aren't you? <laughs> we will put forth every inch of effort, sir. <laughs> Into that box, sir. <laughs> we'll make sure that there's no bottom of that box that hasn't been excavated. <laughs> you got my seal of approval. <laughs> go ahead and follow it as far as it's going to go. If it does look like they're going to stop in Colorado and do whatever it is they're going to do with this ceremony, as you seem to think it's going to do, you need to stop it before the ceremony begins. The woman we talked to, high priestess named Gretna Green, she's the high priestess of Whisper of Ages churches. Perhaps there's some more information you can glean by knowing that name. She seems to be against the operations that Deacon Gray is is, is, is conveying here. She, she's against that. And a bit more of information that she dropped about a daughter named 
Anna. What's her name? The lady's name is Gretna Green. Gretna Green. Okay, I'll look into it. I'm kind of concerned, more curious than anything else. Did they mention how the blood was contained in this stone? Is it? Is there a vial that's encapsulated within this stone? Is the blood just within the stone itself? Did you, were we, you able to get any of that information? We were not able to get that information. Is it too late? Might be. We okay. could go back and ask. <laughs> Hold on. Hey, hey, Gratna, come here. My boy yeah. has a question. Yavol. <laughs> she starts pulling her pants back up after her shave. What's the problem? <laughs> well, I can also. Uh, so before we depart Miss Green's place, is she to be considered a loose end? Do you think she's a security risk or that she's a uh, will be a thwart to the mission? If anything, I think she wants to help us because she gave the whole ghost story and we weren't even pressing her on that. So I think that at this moment, anyone talking to her about this would think it's the ravings of a crazy old lunatic lady who believes in some mysterious cult church. So I don't think she's a threat, but there's been many times where I haven't thought there was a threat and we read in the paper accidents have happened well i mean old people have a tendency to die and they slip in the tub and die of poison uh the whole Pull thing is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it to the head <laughs> you know the uh we don't have unlimited resources when it comes to sending a team out for cleanup 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 um if you don't think it's an immediate threat to the mission i'm going to let this one ride we'll keep her name in the loop and I'll see if there's anything else I can derive from her based on that I wouldn't worry too much about it right now just get your uh, get yourselves back to Union Station and follow the box alright we're on it out well Okami I think we're ready to roll alright let's go Within a few minutes, the shuttle driver pulls up alongside the curb, sees the two of you standing in front of this house slash church. He rolls down the wall. Hey, guys, Joey's back. You ready <laughs> hey, for Joey? another ride? We're yeah, ready for another any, ride, Joey. you have any gum? You don't know, the guy looks like your twin took all my gum. Hmm. Oh, well. He's a bastard. <laughs> Do you have any gum for Joey? Uh, just the two pieces I didn't accept the last time you offered. Okay. <laughs> Can I have huh? one? <laughs> <laughs> Joey, time's of the essence, man. Get us back to the station. Let's go right now. <laughs> so he starts taking off, basically retracing the path that brought you here. It takes about 17 minutes to get back into Union Station. He deposits you curbside with the rest of the shuttle vans. You guys square up the fare. And you see that the California Zephyr number five is boarding at this time. 
Okay. Let's do an alertness check, see if we notice anything unusual. See if anyone is looking for us again, some oddball conductors. Yeah, because, you know, I'm going to likely fail it for the sixth time in a row, but I will try anyway. Good God. A 90. God. 90. It's... A 90, because, you know, geez, when I fail, I fail big. Oh, I, 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 I failed minimally 55 over 53. Okay. Gold it. Fuck yeah. No. <laughs> That's a good use of it. Maybe you should strap on the flamethrower and walk counterclockwise around the building a couple times too. Um, so you guys are funneled back into a line that goes through the security metal detectors once again. All right. I think we do the same thing that we have before, right? That's so you want to lead the way or project... Perchance, yep. do you want to give me your firearms and I will hold on to them until you walk through and we can see if anyone accosts you. Then I want to be armed. Well, I got you. <laughs> you got an obsidian blade, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, I got true. an obsidian um, blade, but well, I'm not nearly as good at it with that. No, you're right. If someone's there, but I just was trying to see if you got through and none of the warning lights would go off or anything like that if someone would try to engage but we don't want to firefight on the uh, let's just go through our standard operating procedure and get right. through quickly with okay. the credentials push them you know show them to the to the guy and how do you want me to walk through through the zoom you want me to go around you tell yeah. me we do it before you go through we show yeah. them <laughs> yeah as you flip out your credentials and you raise up your d20 go ahead and make me your luck roll please okay who 18 18 yeah, the dice giveth, the dice taketh away. <laughs> yeah, you see the security guard looks at it, verifies it's you, waves you through. Okay, I'll do and the you're... same process. Yes, please. Okay, do the roll. The roll. We doing the roll. Hard <laughs> twenty, baby. Yeah, hard twenty. He buys you lunch. <laughs> yeah, he like. Is that a fucking sword on your back? Get this dog to the front of the line, yo. Check out Let me get a blade, selfie. <laughs> it's John Lowe. Look, look, man, I got a spider cool here. I got my Kershaw here, dude. Hold my grenade. So he waves you through as well. Just basically keeping the flow of people going through. You guys find yourselves on the platform of the California Zephyr number five. And you board. Now, as you board this uh, train, unlike the Lakeshore Limited, this train is a double-decker. It's a big mambo train. But you see a board. It's a placard right near the entrance with the words that say, Attention. This train does not have Wi-Fi and spots along the route without cell signal sounds great um i will try to make contact with makamura texting are you in the room or do you have eyes on the mark you see the three dots it is all across the text i am in the room at this time followed the box they entered their own room as well 
I'm even saying the text. <laughs> yeah, the text has an accent. Uh, as we proceed to the room, I continue texting. What room number are they? And then I also would like to know what what room number we are. I don't know if I have that on my ticket or... Or room two. Oh, it's, it's a different train, though. It is a different train. Is it? It yeah. sure is. It is. Okay. You are in room 21. It is a roomette as well. Very similar to the Lakeshore Limited, but a little bit more room. He tells you that they had sequestered in room number seven. Okay, cool. Little map. You're on the same floor. Okay. It's on the second level. Oh, okay. So tell me what you agents would like to do. Let's have a meeting in uh, our room. Confer between ourselves as to whether or not we want to go in and grab the box. Because our orders are to follow the box, stop the ceremony. And I'm fairly confident, based upon our intel, this is going down in in Colorado. And since we're not clear that Delta Green's going to be there with the reception committee, and we're also not clear of whether or not the bad guys are going to have a reception committee, the best time to take it would be now so we could get off at another stop and then make way with the box. Odessa says... I think we should discuss whether or not we want to take the box in route. My thought would be that two people would leave to eat, and then we could take the two that remain. And then when the two come back, we could make sure that they don't leave either. And then we'll have the box. We won't have to go to Colorado. And we can we won't worry about losing it again. Wasn't it under Heisenberg's wishes that we follow the box to where its end is? Yeah, but I believe our its end is going to be in Colorado. And if our job is to stop the ceremony, well, I think the stopping it here would probably be best. Well, it sounds to me like he wanted to have us follow the box, like, because there's something there that we need to do as well. Just grabbing the box and running right now would solve part of the issue. But if he's saying and to follow it, my money is on, we should follow it. There's still something that needs to happen before we jump and, you know, steal the football and go to the other end zone. All right. Uh, that'll work. I'm just, my concern is how many reinforcements will these guys get? Because if they're going to do a ceremony, that sounds to me to be public. Not to the extent that the public's invited, but it sounds like there's going to be a lot of people there. And it's going to be even more difficult to stop that ceremony. So, Well, we also we will have backup there, hopefully, in the form Again, of some Delta Green. We're hoping. We may not. We know we're going to be outnumbered. We already are. So, And wasn't wasn't part of the mission, too, to see this to the end, to take out Deacon Gray? Outside of game. I don't remember that being part of our mission. Did I miss that, Ryder? I don't think it was part of your mission. I think it was a try to get this item at any cost. You're there to, uh, to pick up where November Cell left off which would, they were there to get the item and recover it either before the auction or after the auction and to see who the buyers were. You, now you know who the buyers are. Whether or not they die, I think that would be an infield decision. But as long as they stay alive, there's always a chance of them coming back. So it would be prudent to try to take them out. And what better way than to take out the head? Even if it grows another head in a few years, at least you'll take out the threat of what it is today. 
So does that also mean then we need to take out the the other guy as well? Damien Landon, is he going to be there? He's supposedly on his yacht. But that's where we're going to, right? That's where the train winds up at is Emeryville. Yeah. Okay, so it may not even be going there afterwards. Or we may not even be going there afterwards. We're ending in Colorado probably. If that's where the ceremony is going to happen. I mean, they've already made one stop that I thought was odd in the middle of a train ride to somewhere they got off. So they may be getting off in Colorado. Whoop, whoop. Let's do the blood ceremony, guys. All right, now let's go hit up the fucking beach, you know, after that. So I don't know how these weirdos go. Okay. <laughs> what do you think, Makamura? Oh, you know, I uh, I think we should follow the box. I think we should keep close eye on the on these secular cultists while they're on the train maybe listen to what they have to say over listen to them uh until we see them getting off the train i think it's prudent that we don't engage them while on a public transportation i know that right. uh the handler would be very upset to know that we revealed our hand of who we are and who we work for or call attention to ourselves in public. We would have to clean the whole train. And Good that point. is true. That is true, by the way. Train keeping. <laughs> like the, you got to think about that. The more people that, that become aware of this, the more questions are raised. The authorities will get wind of it. Then they'll start questioning the people then they'll start looking through cctv videos and oh that security guard waved those guys through especially the one with the hard 20. he sent him through too <laughs> you know and it's not going to take long even though you changed your aliases mm -hmm. your faces will still be out there so yeah that's probably best all right so what we'll do is we'll wait i think we follow the box to the end that was a what i heard from Heisenberg. If we've heard different, great. But I think the risk of casualties, a risk of showing our hand is too much if we try to storm the gates, though many parts of me want to just do that and get this over with. But that's not the mission from what I remember. All right. It sounds like it's decided then we wait. So let's take some rest. So we've got a couple of, we won't be in Colorado until tomorrow. So I propose we take a couple hours get some sleep, get some, get a meal, yeah, maintain a low profile. I'll take first watch. The object is in a room down below ours. So we need to have some sort of eyes either. Handler, does the compartment overhead have like a walkway where you can look down and see the comings of goings and the, of the other floors? Negative. How do we get access to the second floor then? There is a stairwell aft that leads you up. Okay. You see so that? It's, an, it's like, it's not like jail cells. It's like a normal hotel floor. Right. Is that also a stairwell there? Yes, it looks like it is. And there's okay. probably one at the other end of the walkway there as well. And then if you look at the motherfucker, if you look at the other cars, they're set up similar to the Lakeshore Limited. But they're stacked as well. And you'll notice that this particular car has... Uh, an observation lounge. Okay, well, I'll take first watch. Um, I'll be 
let's see. In, at the end of this hallway, there's the stairways that go up. Where is is there an exit um, here and here for the first floor rider? Yes, that's here. correct. In here, okay. So if anything, they'd be looking to go to the probably food car. So if I wait over here like we did last time, kind of in the in between cars area, it's still covered. You said. Yes, and you could. The dining car has an observation lounge on the second level that allows okay. you to see the sky and whatnot. It's a real big deal when people are traveling via train to go up there and look at the stars at night, look at the moon and all that other stuff, have a drink or something. Okay, and where is that compared to the room we're at? That's on the second level as well, but more forward of your car. Okay. So what I would suggest then is we take watch two people resting, but one of them be ready to get up. And as soon as I see them going, I'm not going to follow them. I'm going to text either you, Adesso, or you, Makamura, and say, it looks like they're heading to the dining car, the observation deck for food. And then one of you can go there so they don't see me and then suddenly see me in the dining car as well, raise up any of their hackles, you know? So one of us Makes can sense. stay on, on rest if they need it. And once we get enough rest couple hours each we can station ourselves at three different locations if we need to i think what do you guys think hey that sounds reasonable so the train makes a couple of stops they're real brief five ten minute stops get a couple people on let a couple people off nobody really gets off those stretch their legs then it begins trucking down the track again at seven o'clock it's announced that the diner car is open you don't see anybody come down that way. But at 9 p.m., you see two individuals leave room six and start making their way towards the observation lounge. Did Makamura say seven? Do they have two rooms? Mm-hmm. I <laughs> okay. said seven, and now I, yeah. said, I said six also. Okay, so there are two rooms then. Yes. That we know of. Okay. I will let... Uh, and, and they walked into the observation area? Yes. Okay. I will... Uh, oh, am I still on watch at that time, or has we switched? You are still on watch at this time. Uh, the night owl. Um, so I will, I will immediately send a text to my fellow agents, letting them know that two individuals came out of room six and in parentheses not room seven and have went to the dining car that means that there are currently still two if if the numbers add up in room seven and in one room it's empty potentially why don't we check room six just well we can't with room seven occupied yeah, we don't know if it's empty and then what do we do if we check it and they're in there we could do the drunk guy again. They were on the same train where we did that. Might have heard it. <laughs> yeah. And I don't you know, know there, about it's you. a possibility that they were taking the entire leg as well. Yeah. You know, they just started off the same place you guys did and are going cross country. I mean, the odds of you winding up with the same people in that in a room, but no, not I mean, I'm talking about the. No, not those guys. I meant the actual, the <laughs> cultists. Talking about the, uh, the oh, would have, might have heard that whole thing 
previously, you know, okay, from us. And I wouldn't want to risk it. Like, plus, if we're not, I don't know what we'd get information in the room necessarily that we know they're getting off in in uh, Colorado, and I don't know if they maybe have some paperwork in there that we could find. But I think the best bet might be if some of us posting up in the kitchen area and some of us posting, keep an eye on the movement of the people in the room. I should probably switch with someone so they don't see me standing there for, for like four or five hours in the hallway area watching their rooms. Okay, so who's going to stay in the hallway? Makamura. Well, each, I will go ahead and stand in the hallway for a little while. You look okay. tired if you want to follow them or, or no, what I you just want don't to want do. to leave Agent Odysseus on his own. I'll leave you on your own. <laughs> Again. NPC. No, I'm just kidding. He doesn't even know it. He's an NPC. He's going to die. He's going to die. Um, Who knows, no, man? He's survived quite a long time around. for an NPC. Yeah. Time to kill him off. He, he saved my fucking hide and <laughs> against some dinosaurs back in the day. Um, yeah. So I will... Um, well, Agent Odysseus, what did you do when you got the text? Did you go to follow to them or... To the, the the dining car or what did you do since um agent occam is now going to take the re or take the watch uh i'm going to relieve or make sure that you get rest and i'm going to go to the observations on so i'll tell agent okami i'm going to go down to the observation lounge and since um occam's taking over the watch i'm just gonna get myself something to eat you want me to bring you anything uh no i can always uh Get something later. Okay. Sure, you don't want like four dozen cheeseburgers or anything. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to get that uh, a little bit later. A little bit later. Okay. That might uh, that amount of food might alert some people to something going on. Right. So I, I will feed discreetly. Discreetly. Okay. <laughs> Stay frosty each. All right. And he goes down to the observation area. Okay. As you enter this observation lounge, you see it's a car which is latched between the coach and the dining car. It contains six single swivel chairs and four double swivel chairs. Two of the single swivel chairs are occupied by the individuals you are following. And one of the double seats is occupied by a father and his two young daughters. You hear the girls talking to their dad, asking them questions and stuff. And as you walk into the main portion of this observation lounge, you could see the roof is glass, the entire roof. And you see the stars and whatnot. And you start to see a large moon creeping up. Looks beautiful. And you can hear one of these two girls exclaiming to their father, Wow, Daddy, check out that moon. She's just completely enthusiastic about pointing towards this thing. And the father looks down at the girls and says, You think that moon is big now, girls? Wait until we pass through Colorado tomorrow night. You're going to see a super blood moon eclipse. And one of the girls says, Oh, what's that? Well, it's when the Earth's moon is in a total lunar eclipse. What's a total lunar eclipse, Daddy? And he starts to explain the lunar eclipse when the sun and the earth and the moon align up and all this other stuff. And he says, 
In a total lunar eclipse, the entire moon falls within the darkest part of Earth's shadow called the umbra. And when the moon is within that umbra, it turns a reddish, reddish color. And she's like, oh, daddy, that's scary. He's like, no, it's not to worry about. It's not scary like the movies. It's nothing sinister about it. What's sinister, daddy? And it just kind of devolves from there. But as you listen to this father and his two daughters at Esso, you can't help but overhear the two men kind of chuckling at this individual's explanation of what this blood lunar eclipse is. Edesso uh, just pretends that he doesn't really see them and goes to the stairwell to go downstairs to get a snack. Okay. He only gives a cursory glance to the two dudes that are somewhat chuckling and doesn't want to draw attention to himself, so he just... Goaks and notes their notes their location, but then goes downstairs to actually grab something to eat. As you walk by them, go ahead and make an alertness check. Got it. Oh my god! I rolled a twenty under twenty-five. Hey, Holy yeah. shit! My very first one, first one out of seven. You can overhear them saying in a low, thick German accent. It's really too bad for the other apostles. Yeah, but what a time to be alive. Have you ever seen blood under a blood moon? Oh, and they, they just can't contain <laughs> their giddiness and their excitement. They act like little kids right before Christmas. Yeah, but uh, I wouldn't worry too much about that. We're going to, uh, we're going to have quite a bit of a time and then at that point, you continue to walk by. Got it. All right. These guys are rank amateurs and truly have drank the Kool-Aid. So I'll just be on my way down to grab a snack. The red flavor Kool-Aid. <laughs> so you get your snack. Tell me what you'd like to do. Who's in the hallway, by the way? Macabara, right? Yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah. All right, so he's um, going to grab a sandwich and drink, and then um, he'll walk back up to the lounge area. And as you're walking up. back up to the lounge, you get a right text here. from Matt uh -huh. Mura, and it says, incomplete. It didn't go through. Okay. He texts Makamura back, just basically saying, send last. Send your last. And your text says not delivered. Yeah, we're probably lost reception. All right, so instead of, you know, are the two guys still here in the, in the, um, in the observation area? No, they are not. They're not. Okay. All right, so he'll head back up to the room. As you make your way down the hallway, you see Makamura is looking at the hallway and looking down at his phone and, and keeps fucking with it. And then he sees you. And he just puts his phone in his pocket and he starts walking towards you. Oh, I'm sorry. I was, I was trying to text you. I don't think we have cell phone reception any longer. Yeah, I agree. I saw them come back into the room. I had to act like I was fidgeting with my zipper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. All right, cool. Why don't you take a breather and uh, I'll take the rest of the watch. Go down to the dining car, grab yourself some chow. Uh, 
He goes down to the observation lounge, and at this point, the lounge is empty. Goes down to the cart, grabs a snack, and returns back up to the room where each is racked out. As the evening goes on, it makes two more stops. People getting off, people getting on. Between the hours of 12 a.m. and 5 a.m. Monday morning of day three, the Zephyr makes another five stops. At its sixth stop, at 7.15, it pulls into Denver, Colorado's Union Station. You hear the engineer come over the intercom. Good morning and welcome to Denver, Colorado's Union Station. This is one of our build stops and we'll be here for just under an hour as we add a few private cars that will be added to the main train. Please feel free to stretch your legs and for our travelers who have procured a private car, you'll want to transfer your personal effects over at this time. Thank you. At this point, you see the doors open on rooms six and seven. And you see the men start to leave the train with the box. Do we have cell phone reception? You do. Um, I'll call Agent Okami and tell him, because they should both be in the room and say, uh, Target's on the move and has de deboarded the train. And then hang up. Oh, I Ichi will Ichi will grab his few belongings and be on his way. He's been up for a while. As you guys exit the train, you see four men walk along the platform towards one of the new cars that has been added to the train. They show some credentials and some tickets. And they enter the private car. Okay, didn't see that coming. And that's um, on this current train, right? That is correct. Okay. All right, so, so why don't we just post up and see if they leave? That's fine. We can have someone watch on one side and watch on, on the, the other. other. And while one of us maybe uh, goes and sees what a... Well, I guess we can't just get into a private car. We could always have one of us go ask and see if we can gain access. You know, we would like to upgrade to a private car. Is that um, a full car, Ryder? It's a little smaller than this, but it's it's a private car. Okay. Like, it doesn't have multiple roomettes. doesn't have multiple tables or coach chairs. It's set up like a, like a small apartment. Like a suite? Yes. Okay. With amenities. So, with what? Amenities. 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 I think he was one of those Greek uh, philosophers. It's set up. That was Archimedes. Oh, right. <laughs> it's set up with all kinds of room service as well. Oh, okay. Uh, is it two level? You can't tell from outside. It's a, it would be a good bet to level? say that it it's not. Okay. That it's just, it, it retains the form structure of what a two level car would look like, but it's probably not two levels within. Okay. Okay. Adesso looks around and he's trying to spot any Delta green agents that should be waiting to help them out. And uh, is there anybody? There is not. 
He whips out the phone and tells each, I'm going to call Heisenberg. I was hoping that there would be a, re a welcoming committee here for us. And uh, he calls Heisenberg. Go ahead, Polly. New development. Uh, we've stopped here in Denver. The trains added a couple of private cars, and our friends have gotten on the private car, and they took their um, belongings with them. And they're currently on the private car, and they don't look like they're leaving. Um, I was also hoping there would be some some relatives here to greet us, bringing and bearing gifts. And uh, there's no one here. No, I wasn't going to send somebody just yet until we made sure that they exited the train permanently. Like I had mentioned before, Deso, I can't keep sending people in the field. I have very limited resources that I could use at my disposal. And as far as the, the extent of my influence on other law enforcements, I, uh, I've got to be very judicial about when I do send the locals out that way. Understood. Um, so our regular orders remain. It doesn't look like they're getting off the train. And outside a game, how much time before the train leaves? My guess is it should be minutes. It's probably another 15 minutes at the most. Gotcha. Uh, you know, the train will probably leave this stop at about the next 15 minutes. So unless anything changes, I'll let you know. But what I really would like is uh, some heavier armament. Catch my drift. What time you're saying the train leaves in 15 minutes? There's no way, even if I wanted to, that I could get something to you that fast. No, I don't there'll be another we... stop. There'll be another stop at Whips Open the Map. Where's the next stop? <laughs> the next stop is at. Hang on a second, I gotta figure this out. Do we really need heavier? I mean, you already got something that does a D12, right? Yeah, but what I'm really worried about is I'm thinking stealth, and I'm thinking if we're going to interrupt a ceremony, I'd like to, and I believe we're going to be outnumbered, I would like to have some kind of equalizer, maybe an MP5, something with a, a rifle with a sight on it so I could take out the... I'm thinking Deacon Grace going to be the one uh, presiding over this ceremony, and I presume there's going to be a ceremony. It just makes sense that there would be, so the yeah. best way to interrupt it would be from a distance. So any armament they can give us better than pistols is welcome. The next stop will be Granby Station at 1037. Okay. And uh, um, the next stop's going to be uh, Granby Station at 1037. Uh, if you have it, I would love an, an AR-style rifle with a, with a scope or maybe even a couple of submachine guns, something that we can... I'll, all right, Adesso. I'll do my best. Uh, I will do my best. Got it. Adesso out. No, I say out. You don't hang up on me. Damn it, Adesso. Know your fucking place. So people start boarding the train once again. And it starts to pull away. We get on. Yeah. And they don't get off, correct? They don't get off. They stay on their private car. Oh, the better question would have been, does anybody else get into that private car? Make an alertness check. Your favorite. Can, can I have each make the alertness check? <laughs> well, each wasn't smart enough to ask the question. I'm not 27. Outside. Under Shit. or over? Well, I, I, got a tw I got under 25. I got a 27. Okay. You haven't noticed whether or not anybody else had joined those men in the car or whether or not they were already in the car before they got on. 
that there are more people in the car than the four? You don't know? No. Not with a 27. Not with a 27. Well, I think once this thing gets rolling, we're going to have to figure out how to at least gain entrance to a private car. Because how does that... Well, once we get rolling, we can do that. Like we do, If we know they're in the private car, then we don't really need to worry about it. It's not like they're going to be going... Unless they're coming out from the private car to the car where all the muggles are, where we are, so... We can watch from our room from there or from the observation deck and stuff like that. So at 8.05, the California Zephyr pulls out of Denver Union Station and begins to move along the tracks, starting the long climb out of the Great Plains and starts moving into the Rocky Mountains. At 10.37 a.m., the train begins to pull into Granby Station, slows down, and comes to a full stop. You have a 10-minute layover here as people want to get out, stretch their legs. People get off, people get on. I'd like for you to roll a d20 for me, Adesso. Give me that luck roll. Got it. A one. A one. A one. A one. A one, a one. I want to play that. Sorry. It's an each. Well, how each. come? Uh, well done. How come uh, only Adesso? I mean, I, I was going to say, as you said, that we got the 10 minutes that we would probably all exit, all take sort of different um, vocal, not vocal, sorry, visual locations to keep an okay. eye on. I like that. that. That's that's good. Well, that I was going to, we, but you just rolled Yeah, right we've been that. doing that. Yeah. Okay. Each make your luck roll as well. All right. 19. 19. I'm doing worse now. What's one less? Makamura got an eight. Agent Odesso, you and Makamura are unable to detect anything unusual. Each, you see an individual sitting on one of the benches on the platform right before you go into the customary tourist store. Sitting there with a briefcase on his lap, playing on his phone. But you notice that at his lapel, you see a small green triangle. Okay. Uh, I will let Odessa know that we, you know, we have a friend. I will, uh, I will walk over and let Odessa know, and then I will hang back with Makamura. I don't want us all to go over there and draw attention to it. Yeah. Odessa, with his one failure, is like, got any gum? <laughs> <laughs> I stole it from Joey. <laughs> All right, so Odessa will approach the gentleman wearing the green delta. Say, um, good afternoon. Or morning, actually, it's morning. He kind of looks up from his phone briefly. Good morning. I was hoping a friend of mine had, uh, Giving you a package to deliver. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't think I know you. Um, oh, we may. I'm hoping we have a mutual friend, gentleman by the name of Heisenberg. He looks around. Are you like a, a rookie at this? Do you normally <laughs> come right out of the gate like that? We got ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, it's been a long day. Been a long week. He kind of interrupts you and just says, "Oh shit, I forgot something in the restroom." 
and he gets up and leaves the briefcase on the bench. Only he doesn't go back into the tourist shop. He just continues walking down the platform, makes a left around the building, and you never see him again. You currently have about 90 seconds to get back on the train. <laughs> Polly grabs the briefcase, chides himself for being a brick, and um, walks <laughs> swiftly towards the train. Very good. You find yourselves back on the train once again as it pulls out of Granby Station. Okay, I'd like to head up to our room and take a look at our present. Okay, you're heading up to the room. Each, what are you doing? I'd like to see where, what there is access to for these private cars. Like, do I, if I walk down the center aisle of our car and finally get to the private car, is that just a door that won't open for me? Is there a window that looks in? As you go down, you have to go down to the lower level to gain access to the door that would start moving you from car to car towards the rear. I assumed I was still on the ground level because we were out looking at the station. Oh, I thought you went up to the room as well. Okay, so no, if you no. go down to the ground level and you start moving, you're able to go three cars back, which are the cars that were typically part of the train that you originally were part of and still are. So it's back behind us yes, instead of a, forward. Okay. Yeah, they added it towards the rear of the train. Got it. When you get to the door that would allow access to the private cars, the door does not open. Okay. As you're walking back towards your room, you see a young man, probably in his mid to late 30s, and he's walking with one of the conductors. And he's just in freak mode right now. And the conductor's trying to calm him down. He says, you know, sir, perhaps she's just playing hide-and-seek, sir. She doesn't do that. She she knows better than that. She would know not to do that. And the conductor is trying to calm him down. And it's like, uh, you know, what? where was she at last? She was with her sister and her mother, and now I can't find her. And they start moving more forward along the train, frantically knocking on people's doors asking, hey, have you seen a little girl with with ponytails? She's about eight years old, you know, and they're they're doing this and it's very frantic. You almost get the sense of uh, desperation at this point and they start making their way and then they make their way to the next car and out of your sight each. Okay, um, I'll, I'll kind of keep following, you know, just seeing where they're where they're going, that sort of thing. I don't want to interrupt what's going on at the moment. Okay, you pass through the next door into the next car. Agent Adesso, with shaking hands of anticipation, <laughs> you lay this briefcase on one of the bunks and you open the case. Open the case. To your surprise, I'd like for you to roll a d6. Six. You see inside a breakdown model of a 50 caliber Browning Barrett. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's got a base range of 250 meters. You have to have a firearms skill. 
ammo capacity 10 armor piercing 5 damage is na <laughs> because it has a lethality of 20 percent <laughs> now what i did was i took the four weaker ones off this chart of firearms mm-hmm. and there's 10 of them on the chart so i started one at shotgun firing shot and then just worked my way up that was one two three four five six and number six is very heavy rifle oh <laughs> shit are the can i can Polly look at the ammunition in the uh, magazines and tell if they're balfus rounds and, and a balfus rounds is armor piercing incendiary or their armor piercing tips with phosphorus rounds um, some of them even are explosive. It's, um, Tony, put your clothes back on. Jesus, I know dude. this is very exciting. This is a Zoom meeting here, <laughs> not a fucking. <laughs> well, they are armor-piercing rounds. Now, whether or not they are incinerary rounds, right? I'm going to ask you to roll a percentile. Gotcha. And you're going to want to get. They're supposed to be called Ralphus. R O U F O S S. Ralphus okay. rounds. Yeah. Okay. And you if you roll- get. 20% and under, that'll be the round. Okay. Yeah, so roll your alertness, basically. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, 89. So, no. So, they are not. They are not. They're just garden variety. 50 you only yeah. get one Christmas present. Yeah, there we go. Uh, does it have a seven. scope? <laughs> it's got to have a scope. The thing has an effective range of nearly a mile. It's going to take... A few minutes to assemble this thing. Mm-hmm. And Makamura just sits there and watches you put this thing together. Agent Each, you make your way through to the next car. And again, you see the conductor and this father who's got these dark rings under his eyes. And they're, they're knocking on the doors. And then they get to the end of the car after asking everybody again and again. I will uh, text the group once again going off on a limb conductor and passenger are searching for passenger's lost daughter make a I think we found the, me. i think we found the female vessel we're looking or they found the female vessel they're looking for no they're not looking for a female vessel we're looking for a female vessel female vessel takes it to kills it destroys the blood right right fucking there too what do you got <laughs> a 20 a hard 20. Another Damn. fucking 20. I swear. Oh. The text goes through. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. We have the fucking shit. Okay. Well, I completely... For- I thought that was just for that area. Well, okay, great. The text goes through. I had actually said, conductor and man looking for daughter. We're getting closer to the end of the ceremony. I think a female vessel has been found. But the female vessel is for us. That's uh, we killed the the blood. They're not looking for a female. They're looking probably for a female for something to. I don't know. I, I, I that's just what popped into my head. So sounds good. We'll roll with it. Yeah. Maybe they so see I'll, the blood of innocence or something. You know, I'll the keep, blood to uh, open it up. I'll keep on following them at a at a good distance. So, and if they notice me, I'll I'll act accordingly then. Okay. Make a stealth roll. Okay. Stealth is 52. Nope, 67. 
As you're following along at a distance, the father looks up and sees you, but doesn't really take notice of anything abnormal. He's just frantically looking the hallway. Turns back towards the conductor. And even though this individual may be a complete stranger to him, in his time of sorrow, he just reaches out and grabs the conductor and hugs him and just starts crying into his shoulder. I'll approach then. And pardon me. Is there any way I can help? I heard what's happening. I have a child myself. How can I help you guys? Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid. Mr. Archer. <laughs> I'm afraid Mr. Archer has, has misplaced. I didn't misplace my daughter. We can't find Mr. Archer's daughter, I'm sorry to say. Um, we think that... I mean, it's possible she could have got off the train. I know she didn't get off the train. We, we, what about we got the... calls Sorry. back to the Union Station. We, we've we've already notified the authorities. Um, we're confident she will be found on the train. We just we just want to keep looking. So, what about these cars here? I I tried looking in one the other just a, a minute ago, but I couldn't seem to get in. I guess those are special cars for rock stars or something, but. I don't remember them being here when we took off. Are these new? Well, our guests have the opportunity of renting out private cars. They usually procure them either back at Penn Station or at Chicago Union Station. We don't really take reservations while we're already on the move. But people like to rent them out so that they could see the Rocky Mountains and whatnot and, and enjoy the sights and be basically sequestered from everybody else. Mm. Well, Mr. Archer, I, I can sympathize as a parent. Uh, you want me to help out? Do you want me to look around for you? I can go with you in, in here. I can go check some of the other cars. I can... Do, who's at your room? Do you have a wife? Is she there waiting? Because maybe the kid's yes, going to go to your room. Okay. She, yeah, she's at the room with my other daughter. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I... And he just, he seems to be almost like a record spinning in a circle. He's aimless. He doesn't have a direction to go in. He's untethered at this point. Mechanically, he is below his breaking point. Okay. What's the conductor's name? Archer. No. <laughs> it wasn't that their brothers? <laughs> Lewis. Lewis, what's protocol here? Well, we've radioed ahead to the next stop to let them know that we'll be along. Um, but there's really nothing else we can do. I mean, they count on us to search the train thoroughly. We're to keep everything here. The authorities will go to Granby Station and they'll start searching down there. And that's really all we can do. I'd like to think that we could do more for him and his family, but there's really only so much we can do. Well, what about these private cars here? Have you searched them yet? Not yet, but when the train comes to its next stop, that will be our next visage. We really can't stop in the middle of the Rocky Mountains. We just can't. 
No, I'm not saying stop the train. I'm saying just have you checked the private cars? Have you gone in there? I mean, maybe she's in there. I'm going to get with the engineer and see if that's uh, something we can consider doing. But thank you for your concern, Mr. Uh, agent. <laughs> well, this is when you should badge down. him. This is oh, when you should badge him. Well, I could badge him. So, okay, mm -hmm. let me talk to outside the game. I don't want to badge him because then everyone will know that I'm an agent that may get to the people in the private car. If I go in there and they're like, oh, well, you know, the agent asked to come in. I, I don't want them to know. They may know already, but they may not. So, right. No, what that's you, smart. What do you think? Uh, out of game. Out of game, I think that that girl's in that private car, and this is an excellent opportunity for us to get into the car. The question is how we can do so in a subtlety without letting anybody know that we're after them. You know what I mean? But this is an excellent cover story, too. Yeah, we're looking for the little girl. Sorry to bundle into your car. Our mistake. We'll leave. But you're right. If we badge them, they'll use that as cover for disturbing somebody because they're not supposed to. So they yeah. say, yeah, the FBI is here to help find the lost girl. Yeah, that, that will spread quite quickly. <laughs> so I think you're right not badging him. Well, from what I remember from what the old lady said, having the girl is something that would benefit in the destruction of this god. But I don't know. You know, I may not, we may not know the whole story. Maybe the blood needs to go into some female vessel, and then when she dies, it's would be born again for all I know. I mean, she said it would die. I don't know. But the coincidence of a missing girl and then also of the, the using of a girl in a ceremony that we know nothing about really um, kind of red flagged me. All right. Yeah, you're right. Don't don't badge him. Just tell him that's yeah, uh, Mr. Okami. We'll be around. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank, thank you for your concern, Mr. Um... Absolutely. Okami. Albert Okami. You can call me Al. Thank you. Thank you, Al. Um, I got to put that as, on my notes. <laughs> at best right now, uh, we're asking all passengers that we come across to please return to their quarters until we have more information. So if you would please return to your quarters, that would be great. Absolutely. I'll be staying in room 21 of the, what do you call those with the little roomette cars? We call them roomettes, sir. Ah, well then, well, I'll be staying in room 21 of the roomette with a few of my colleagues from school. Let us know if you need any help. You know, we all have our fathers and have children, and we want to help out Mr. Archer as much as possible. Well, thank you. Where's Where's Archer right now? He's with him. Okay. Like, he's just kind of loitering in the hallway, waiting for the conductor to come and reclaim him and take him either back to his car or okay i'll i'll take a my um little notepad out of my pocket i will write down my name albert al al okami <laughs> uh, with my phone number and say hey i'm here to help you we'll find your girl don't you worry and i'll tuck that in his pocket into archer's pocket yeah okay so as you start making your way back to your room you're looking out these observation windows that are scattered throughout the whole train. You see these hopper cars filled with sand that have been placed alongside the line basically to assist as a windbreak. 
And all the while, the California Zephyr continues to climb, snaking through the beautiful canyons alongside the river or entering tunnels that bathe the car in darkness for minutes at a time. Eventually, you find yourself back in front of room 21. All right. I will uh, send a text coming in and just see if it goes through now that I do remember that texts are misfiring here. Make your luck roll. 15? It goes through. Okay. Um, so I'll wait till I get a... Well, I won't wait till I get a text back. I'll, I'll go into the room, marvel at the size of uh, Adesso's <laughs> elephant gun and also his new weapon he procured. And, <laughs> and I will inform him about Mr. Archer, his missing daughter with little pigtails and that my efforts to enter the, the private cars were stymied and even under the pretense of searching for the lost girl, the conductor said that they won't be able to do that until the car stops at the next stop. And Adesso, you can recollect that from the previous evening that there was a father and two daughters in the observation lounge and one of those girls seems very reminiscent of each's description of this missing girl. Got it. Okay. Well, you got the text of it too. So what are your thoughts on that? Well, we've got to find a way into that car. If nothing else, we can, we can figure out what's going through my mind now is, are they going to perform the ceremony on the train? There's really no reason not to. There's nothing that says they have to get off the train in order to do the ceremony. So maybe everyone they need is already in place and they're just simply waiting for nightfall. In which case, the only way we're going to be able to disrupt the ceremony is to be in that car. Um, what are our next stops? Let's consult the map. Should find out if the private cars have exposed roof, too, to the moon. <laughs> yeah, like the observation car does. That would be interesting. According to the map, the next stop is Glenwood Springs. And how many after that? Are we still in Colorado when we stop? You're still in Colorado. Glenwood Springs is in Colorado as well. Beyond that, there are, I think, another 12 stops before you eventually get to Emerysville. Got it. How many stops before we leave Colorado? Two more. And will we leave Colorado before nightfall? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'll leave Colorado well before nightfall. Okay, so either... They're going to do us under the blood moon. So we know they're going to have to get off the train now. It's being since the train leaves Colorado before it turns night. Well, let's just be on standby. Well, we're following the box. Polly will break down his rifle. It looks like we're going to, going to need it later, but not now. So after about two hours of your ascent through these mountains... You begin to notice that something feels off. The train seems to be slowing down. Slowing down like it's going uphill or something? or Well, it's had no problems at this point going up the hill. But for some reason, it is slowing down. Okay. You hear the engineer come over the intercom. <laughs> Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're sorry for the imminent delay. It would appear that one of the hopper cars 
has toppled over onto the tracks. Uh, we have a service crew en route to help clear the tracks. Uh, I'm afraid you're all going to have to be patient. We're going to be stuck here for a little while. I will open up the dining cars and the restrooms during this time. Thank you for your understanding. The train eventually comes to a full stop on the mountain. Adesso turns to Okami and uh, Akum and says, How much you want to bet this stop is going to take us overnight? Well, we'll find that out <laughs> next session. I've been kind of itching to, to take that box. I know Odessa has been ready since. <laughs> if you can, okay. If you can take the box, I'd be okay with it. But right. you got to justify how you do it. Because if you guys wind up firing up a bunch of people, I mean, the train's doing 110 miles an hour. You can't just say, I, I'd like to get off right here. You know, even if no, you got I'm, off at the next station. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, right? We go in. We would, we would surveil the, the room, wait for two guys to leave, leaving only two inside. They ain't going to bring a box with them. We go in, take the two boxes, overwhelming force, kick the door open, take the two guys out, close it up, wait for the two guys to come back, take them out, lock them in the room, take the box and get off at the next station. Done. Wouldn't have to clean anybody. Although the issue is, since there'd be four murders on a train, everything would be a going over and analyzed to try to figure out how and why it happened in that CCTV stuff and all the surveillance would compromise us. So that's probably not the best in big picture. Yeah. We'd get the immediate box. I think, I think we'd be able to do it, but <laughs> well, it's, it's like in D and D. Okay. You know, on the other side of this door, there's four orcs and a, and a whatever dark elf. You, you front kick the door, you pull out your swords, you roll for initiative and you start taking damage, you start giving damage, and everybody's taking up to 20-something hit points. You may only have like 9 or 10 hit points to your body. Mm -hmm. you know. And, and if somebody scores a crit and does double damage, ooh, you know. Oh, yeah, and it's easy for one of them to get out and run and start pounding on doors and you know alert the whole thing. Because What if one of them has an improvised explosive device Yeah, with the lethality of 10, what is it? What's the lethality on the on a grenade? I think it's like fifteen percent or something like that. Yeah, yeah. You Within know? thirty feet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could blow up the whole back of, back half of the train. But these guys, they're they're okay with dying. That's the yeah. problem. You could go in and kill them. That's probably their their end game, anyways, because they yeah. know they're going to die. But. No, that's why I like I, I like the idea if if it if we had a little bit more reinforcement of, like at the beginning. Uh, oh, you like me? The spell mission it out is a little to bit take out Deacon Gray. And, and well, to, it's, and to, I, it says it in the, in the first the, episode though. And that, to procure the box, you know, yeah. and wait till like because that's why I've been saying like follow the box wherever it goes. Like we're trying to find out where it's going to, not necessarily just take the fucking ball and and go home. Like there's that's part of it. But the other part is I like, you know, following it to the end. And then that would for the next player, 
right? Because they may not be thinking. They may go, oh, we could just fucking gank the box while it's going here and all that. But yeah, we got to you- remember that we're we're trying to be secret about this with less casualties possible. Like, I, I yeah, I because that that's in my head to kind of you know, like I was always saying, like try to keep things mellow, try to keep things as as much as possible, and then only do something like with that conductor or maybe the sheriff Oakley. It's a little sketchy in my opinion still, um, but, <laughs> but yeah, like it, that's why I've been trying to say like, yeah, well, you know, Heisenberg keeps saying to follow the box. So let's keep following it. You know, like we could jump at any time, but we would risk ourselves, all these other people. And I think our agents are still have enough heart that they care about people. Hence Ichi worrying about the old lady or worrying about the juicy fruit driver, you know, like. Well, he's probably also wanting you to see how close to the ceremony can be done because they don't know how to do it. Like Heisenberg and the team don't know how to do it. So if you could see how it's done, but stop it just before it's complete or or even at a certain point of that, then they would know, okay, we know, we now know how to utilize this thing. We know what not to do to it. You know, it's, it's like information. Like learning how to open up the Ark of the Covenant without looking at it. You know, oh, we found out 15 different ways not to, but now we know yeah. how to do it. It's one of those things, you know, you're playing around with poisonous snakes and shit. You don't grab it by the tail. You don't grab it by the mid side. Oh, you grab it behind the head. Oh, okay. Well, how'd you figure that out? Yeah. <laughs> you got a bunch of dead bodies on the fucking ground. That's how I tried three yeah. times. <laughs> Trial and error. Yeah. But yeah, but, I mean, I, if we can follow it to the end and we have a deso and, and everybody aiming for three rounds at Deacon Gray, and as soon as he's about to say, and that's the, and then, you know. Yeah. yeah. We'd like some heavy armament. I'd love a rifle with a scope, you know. Well, unfortunately, you don't have a green box bag. on board the Amtrak California Zephyr. Let's get back right, in we'll game. We'll check their trash cans real quick. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. So back in game, it's like. Thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Hard 20 podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, and Audible. And if you like what you're listening to, be sure to leave us that five-star rating and review. Don't forget about our YouTube channel at Roll the Hard 20. So if you're into watching and you want to help support the show, then head on over and hit that subscribe button. It really does help the show out. We can also be found in the wild on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So don't forget to look for us there and check us out. You can also contact the show directly at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at RollTheHard20Podcast.com where you can download the current show directly, pick and choose past shows from our archives, or view our galleries. We've got a lot of stuff posted over there, so check us out. And finally, join us on our Patreon at patreon.com slash rollthehard20podcast, where you can become a hard slinger and pick up swag. So, until next time, keep your dice warm and your glass topped off as you roll those hard 20s.